Alright everybody, welcome back to Life in HD with David and Hilario. My name is Hilario. I'm David. And we've got a special guest today. My good friend Tyler. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Good old Skeeter. Oh yeah. He's in the driver's seat today. Yeah, we're going to have a... We're going to have a very interesting discussion today, and uh, Tyler's going to be joining us for a lot of podcasts. He's going to be basically another host, um, but since we only got three mics right now, we'll probably, <laughs> when we have other guests, you know, we'll, we'll rotate out. Yeah, we're going to keep it fresh and original for everybody, bring on multiple different people, friends from everyone's friend groups and whatnot. Oh yeah, I think everybody has a little interesting stories to share with us. I know uh, eventually we'll get into more of uh, Tyler's background and what he's been up to. But yeah, like David was saying, you, you guys have known each other since high school, right? A little bit before, wouldn't it be? Yeah, because I remember you were... Um, I know I knew you in 8th grade because we had math together. And I remember specifically you were telling this chick that I thought was cute. You were like, oh, I'm going to tell her you have a crush on her. And <laughs> back in like... Back then when I cared, like... Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Who was that? The teacher. What was his name? Um, Mr. Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, Yeah, Mr. Higgins. Higgins. There we go. Eighth grade math. I was trying to remember. That was a fun year. And... um, I remember Mr. Higgins. Oh, you do? Yeah. I think I had him for uh, stats. He was was a uh, coach, too. For a Frisbee, right? No. Um, Okay. Mr. Higgins. Yeah. He he was my uh, basketball coach. Eighth grade. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He sounded familiar. I also had another math teacher in high school that he was a coach for uh, Ultimate Frisbee. Do you guys ever play oh, that? Oh, Mr. Early. There was him and there was another math teacher. That Mr. Watts? Some, I think so. I don't Dude. know. I don't remember the names. But Mr. Like, Watts was awesome. Yeah, yeah, the guy that I'm talking about, he was awesome. He was just like really goofy, really... He was nice. He was he was the best. Shout out to all the Lebanon alum who know who we're talking about. Yeah, Lebanon, Ohio. Piece of... Just kidding. Hey, come on, man. The uh, it's a ninety-seven percent white. Uh, the average age is probably above fifty, and uh, there is nothing fun to do. What in high school? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in saying. high school. I was like, "What are you talking about?" The average man? age is fifty. Uh, all the teachers are senile. Um, no, but you I mean, know. you can go to Walmart any given night. I mean, that's the thing to do in Lebanon. That, that is the thing to do in Lebanon because there's no clubs. There's no well, the bars there are kind of shitty, but. Also in high school. Yeah. Can't get in. Yeah, that's true. But everybody in Lebanon, I mean, I feel like there's just absolutely nothing fun to do because there's no one young there anymore. Everyone moves to different cities. Yeah, and I mean, I know when I was in high school, it was really hard to open anything in Lebanon. I know Chipotle wanted to come to Lebanon and the Lebanon City Council shut it down because they want to keep it a historic town. You know, like if you have a house downtown, you cannot... You have to ask the city in order to like paint it or do any remodel or anything, even though it's your house because it's historic homes. So I think that's part of it. I mean, they want to keep it as a historic landmark type thing. Which so, no Chipotle, but Hothead's okay. Yeah. So eventually they opened a Hothead. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have gone with that decision, but Chipotle's... Little Caesars is okay enough, but Chipotle, no, no. Little Caesars is great. I wish they were open at three a.m. Everybody does. I mean, you know how much business they would make at 3 a.m.? Dude, $5 pizzas at 3 a.m. When you're drunk coming home from the bars and whatnot. Not that we condone drunk driving, but, you know, when you're coming home with all your boys, the DD's like, hey, I'm going to make a pit stop. We're going to get fast food pizza, five bucks. Everyone in the car puts in $1, and boom, everybody gets a couple slices. Really, the only place to go would be White Castle. Yeah, that's Near too- Lebanon, at least. Yeah, because they're open 24 hours, but... That yeah. gets tiring. Dude, I had White Castle because I was watching Haro and Kumar go to White Castle. And I was like, you know what? I've never had it. And there's one down the road. So I went out and just, what did I get? I even got like two sliders and some fries, I think, and just a drink, whatever. Dude, it was disgusting. Dude, they got the best milkshakes there, though. If it's working. The Little Burgers. If it's working. Were I used gross. to work at that one. Yeah, I remember that story. Yeah. And we'd always tell people, like, yeah, it's broke. It's but broken. We just didn't want to clean it. Damn. Like, late at night? Yeah. It's already shut down. It's getting watered out, but... Did you work graveyard shift? Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you also, also used to always mess with, like, all the drunks that came through? Yeah, I mean, it was a good time. It was between high school, right out of high school. Um, you just see kind of what you can get away with, because you know the people coming in are straight from the bars. Um, one of our favorite things to do is when they come through, you know, the general... A greeting would be, hi, welcome to White Castle, my name is Tyler. I would do a lot to be like, hi, welcome to Walmart, how can I help you today? 
most people would not even bat an eye at it. They would not get it. Or I'd be, even be like, hi, welcome to Tyler. My name's White Castle. How can I help you? <laughs> people didn't get it to the point where you could start saying anything. I'd start slipping in little curses, just see if people would realize it. Nothing. Especially that late. Yeah, we used to do that too. Like, were you there that night? Justin like rolled up with uh, the dolly, and he like was talking to um, I don't remember what the manager's name was, but he was like, "Yo, can I talk to a fucking manager, please?" And no, like David, I I don't know, remember any of this, and I do not condone messing with that stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, not that I do that. either. <laughs> hypothetically, uh, just because I was in charge, so I do not. Well, hypothetically, you know. yeah, in hypothetically. Charge. yeah, yeah, hypothetically, I mean. Chris always called him Freedom Fries. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> that was fun. Austin well, got to make it interesting. Some people liked it, some people don't. I know I don't necessarily, but I do expect them to be a little friendlier, not just kind of like trying to push me through, you know, when I go to a, like a drive-thru. Yeah. Even though I used to do the same as like anything else, anything else. What can I get for you? We ruffled a few feathers a few times, but nobody ever like got pissed at us. Oh, I had some people get pissed, but then again, I was in charge, so they always asked for me, and so they could yell at me. You know, it's like you have to do is just be nice and try not to cuss at them. It's like, yeah, yeah sure, those, I apologize. I'm sorry. Those old no. people who wanted to senior coffee, and you were just like being so short with them. Yeah, so these people that were not seniors, but they were like, oh, can I get a senior coffee? It's like, dude, you're like 45. What the fuck are you doing? Like, this is not how it works. I get it. You're trying to get, game the system, and it doesn't cost me anything to give you this for free, but, like, you're a dirtbag. You know, like, it's 70 cents. Like, really? You're that broke? Yeah. No. Did you ever have to ID it or anything? I think... A, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> ID. No, yeah, I think, like, they said it was like 60 and over it's like oh you need to see my ID like somebody said something I was like no like I don't need to see you but you know you, know, like, I'm, I'm questioning you don't look you. that old but, I am judging you yeah it's like if I go to a place and I ask for like a senior discount or whatever you know like it depends on the person they might give it to you they might not it's just like when they do it over and over and over it's like alright this is not okay I'm surprised the guys at the Rose don't recognize us by now. They're always asking for our IDs, and they're always looking well, at us. Well, I mean, they second. do recognize us. They know us. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of their job to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. If there's anybody then, and they see, like, undercover or whatever, and they see, like, they can get in big trouble. Yeah, because there's a camera pointed at them. Even oh. if they know us personally, if they're not checking every single ID, they can cost their job. See, I never even thought about that, so. I mean, like the bartender at, at the Rose. Yeah, he even though he does, he knows who we are. So <laughs> walk up two Budweisers, right? Yep, yep. Has the order ready? He's like, "How's Michigan doing this week?" I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Next, talking about football. Today is Saturday, and tomorrow is uh, Super Bowl Super Sunday. Sunday. Who are you guys rooting for? The Patriots. I want to go with LA. Yeah, y'all can't see, but I'm wearing my Patriots shirt right now. I'm a big yeah, fan. I didn't even notice that either. I'm a big spoiled fan. Three years in a row. <laughs> I like the Patriots. I like Rob and Tom Brady. I know everybody hates him, but like I also had uh, Jerry Goff for my fantasy football. So, and I oh. like uh, Brandon Cooks too. So, I don't know. I think uh, I think it'd be good if uh, the Patriots got beat again. You know, like defeated. But uh, I think they're gonna win. I didn't think they were gonna beat the Chiefs. So this is just gravy at this point. Like. I thought they were going to lose in the AFC Championship, but I'm happy the Rams are good again. At least it's not like, you know, Green Bay or somebody who seems like they're always good. The NFC has been a lot more competitive. I think 12 of the last 17 years, the Super Bowl has featured either Manning or Brady in the AFC. And if yeah, you throw in great. Ben Roethlisberger, I think the three of them, apart from Joe Flacco, are the only quarterbacks from the AFC who have been in the Super Bowl. See, it's, it's not even that I'm a huge Patriots hater because, I mean, being a Michigan fan, you got to like Tom Brady. Um, I do like Rob Gronkowski, but it's just I'm so tired of seeing them year after year after yeah. year in the same spot. I want to see a new team rise up. I like the underdog story. Four of the last five years we've seen the Patriots. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, it's going to be interesting. Happy. It's going to be very interesting in the next two to five years, I'd say, because, I mean, Brady's old. Gronk is just oh, yeah. breaking down. Belichick's gonna retire, what and more then they they've got prove? nobody. They, yeah, I mean, but like I'm saying, like they're on top and they've been on top for a while. But it seems like they have no exit plan. Like after those three leave the team, like who do they have left? I mean, Edelman, I guess, but like Edelman, I'm sure Edelman's gonna go out when Brady does. Right. I don't think I think he's gone when Brady's gone. I think Gronk's. If they win this year, I think Gronk's done. 
If they lose this year, I could see him coming back for one more because I think next year they're going to be even better, assuming Brady doesn't fall off the cliff that Max Kellerman always talks about. So we'll see about that. I mean, even when Brady got his start, he was a backup. He came in due to an injury. He was a fourth stringer, actually, when he first started. Yeah, they kept him on the roster. He told Robert Kraft when they drafted him, he was like, my name's Tom Brady and I'm the best decision this uh, program has ever made. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong for a sixth-round pick. And Edelman's a seventh-round pick who plays like a, a number one receiver. I don't want to give him that title because I know he's not as good as like Julio or Odell or anybody like that. But he puts up numbers, especially in the postseason. I mean, just being the New England Patriots, it you're at the top. It doesn't matter. Even if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, someone coming up from the draft would be happier to get drafted by the Patriots than the Rams. Yeah. Just because of the longevity of the Patriots. I mean, that's the where you want to go. They've but been doing it, it now for 19 years. Yeah, isn't this amazing, though? Because this is like the biggest fuck you from Brendan Cooks to the Patriots because they got rid of him, right, this year? Or they traded year? him to the Rams. Yeah, they traded him. They didn't want to pay him $85 million. Well, they should have. <laughs> now he's coming back and be like, if, he, if, if the Rams win, I think like it's going to be the biggest fuck you from Brandon Cooks to the Patriots. I'm going to feel really bad for Brandon Cooks if the Rams do lose because it's going to be like, I played for the losers last year, and this yeah. year I played for the losers again. And got beat by the team by that my I was team. losing with last year. I should have taken, taken $65 million. Shit. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was me. I was. Well, he, he went out in the first quarter with a concussion last mm-hmm. year's Super Bowl. You want Philly, Philly? <laughs> Pissed me off so much. I hated that. I was and I was terrified that Nick Foles was gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. And like I saw some posts on Facebook and it was like just Nick Foles looked confused as hell and it was like he's doing it again. Like, oh no. I've got to deal with the Eagles again. This one dude comes into work all the time. We always have banter and stuff because he's a big Eagles fan. And so I'll, I'll always talk shit when I can. And so for these last couple of weeks since the Eagles went out, I've been talking a lot of trash to him. So I'm hoping he doesn't come in smirking on Monday, like, oh, look at that. They lost. See, I can't really talk being a Bengals fan. I mean, we're happy if we get to the playoffs, and we didn't even do that this year. The Bengals are going to be the Browns of the AFC North for, like, the next 10 years. I'm hoping with this new coaching structure, whoever they do hire for their head coach will turn this team completely around. Even if he's not going to be the best head coach for the job, having a new face for the program will do wonders for it. It's not the same Marvin Lewis. You know, Hugh Jackson, gone. Thank God he was gone. So it's going to be at least a fresh new start, where if we do bad next year, we're not blaming Marvin Lewis. It's okay. We're in a rebuilding stage right now. Um, and we have the talent there. I don't think Andy Dalton is the answer anymore. You know, Jeff Driscoll, he looked amazing preseason. They were looking really good in the start of the season, and then Eifert got hurt. And then, what's the kid's name? Boyd? Didn't he go down too? Tyler Boyd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't he get hurt? I believe so. And A.J. Green got hurt towards the end of the season. Yeah, with his toe. And when your number one receiver is John Ross, who is looking more like a bust every day. They're expecting big things out of him next year. But they were this year, too. Like, so were the Patriots with Aaron Dobson, and then he winds up on Arizona and he's out of the league the year later. I mean, just because you're a highly touted pick doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do anything. There's a million and one first-round busts. But it is what it is. I mean... It's the name of the game. I feel bad for the Bengals at this point. I'm glad Marvin Lewis is gone. Like, I used to hate the Bengals, but now I'm at the point where it's like, I can't hate you if you're terrible every year. Like, and just, they manage to f- fail away every single playoff appearance they get. Like, the, the game versus the Steelers was ridiculous. You think anybody picks up Marvin? I could see him being a D.C., or maybe a maybe an offensive coordinator somewhere. But I don't, no head coach. I can't see him being a head coach, not for a couple of years. I think he'll be a head coach again, but I don't know who'd want to take that risk right now. I think he'll thrive more as a coordinator. Mm. He's been a head coach for 16 years, though, so he clearly knows something. I don't know if he's more mm. defensive or offensive-minded, but I think he'll find a job, and I don't think he'll have a problem. I mean, he knows something. He's competed at that level, but he has never succeeded at that level. He's had good seasons, but he's never succeeded in the playoffs, whereas like a Bill Belichick or a Mike McCarthy does. There's good seasons, but terrible finishes. True. Consistently. And always heartbreaking. And that's the point that matters. Look at the Steelers. They started off terrible this year, but Mm -hmm. they finished strong. Yeah, that whole drama with Antonio Brown, too. I don't know who he's going to play for next year. I heard he wants to go to San Francisco, but we'll see how that pans out. A lot of... uh... Football talk here. You can so, tell Mario loves football. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like it. I watch it. I'm just not that invested. I, 
I can pick up on what you guys are saying and just not, I'm not, I don't follow it that closely anymore. I think that's why uh, a lot of people are actually kind of the same, I would say. And that's why uh, fantasy football is so great. It kind of makes it fun to watch the games, you know, because you can have a player on so many different yeah, teams yeah. and root for them specifically. Yeah, you'll watch it for just one player, and it's interesting. I know a lot of uh, football players don't like that. It's like, oh, you should just enjoy the game or whatever. Like, I don't care about your fantasy or whatever. It's like, well... I think it adds additional enjoyment. Yeah, it's additional. You can can pick a great player on a team you hate. Like, I had Odell this year, and I hate the Giants. Yeah. As a Patriots fan, I fucking hate the Giants. But I was always like, let Odell get his numbers. Yeah, and if we're being honest, the NFL needs all the help they can get right now because... There just doesn't seem to be as popular as previous years. All the controversy with yeah. the kneeling and I mean, all look at look at the issues. look at the advertisements that they're gonna get. I mean, a lot they're they're gonna lose a lot of money on that because a lot of the big, uh, I think it was Budweiser that they're pulling out of the main game and they're gonna play their ads before the game. Really? Wow. Yeah. So the NFL is gonna lose out on a ton of money there. And, I mean, I'm sure they're not going to be the only ones, you know, that yeah. are going to do that, to play their ads before or after the Super Bowl. And, you know, as much as a Patriots fan as I am, I recognize that it's not good for the league. Like, ticket sales, I think they dropped a lot, actually, because yeah, people wanted to see about, Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Yeah, there was something about the, the tickets for the Super Bowl itself. Like, they were just not selling nearly as fast or as, like, high as they expected. I mean, all the Patriots years. fans that have wanted to go have had the last three of the last four years to go so it's like you know maybe not everybody's rushing to the ticket stands to buy tickets and whatnot and you know everybody's just had their fill of tom brady and company i saw something today um i'm not sure on the exact number i believe it's around 35 percent, but it said 35 percent of the tickets to the super bowl were actually given away for free mm-hmm. just between different contests and everything like that yeah it doesn't seem to be as hard to get tickets right now yeah i was shocked that they held a super bowl in minnesota last year i know it's a dome and that stadium looks awesome like i'd I'd love to go see a game in minnesota but it surprised me they picked a stadium that far north because they always do them south i'm pretty sure well yeah i mean why why do they do that like not pick the well i guess that to like not give them like a home field advantage like it's it's predetermined Yeah, okay, like, if you took a team like the Patriots, say, they're used to playing in frigid temperatures, and then, like, let's yeah, I was say... Yeah, that's, that's why, because L.A., I mean... Try sunny. and put it on an equal playing field, because Minnesota has a dome now, so they can regulate temperature and everything, so the players were all playing in short sleeves and whatnot, and it doesn't bother them, because it's warm in there, but... Well, Atlanta is going to be pretty cold, right? I mean, right I think now, they're looking anyways. at temperatures in the 60s, maybe? Oh, they are. So that's like freezing. That. Oh, it's freezing for poor Atlanta. Yeah. What was the temperature the other day? Negative 40? With the wind chill, it was negative 40. Good old Ohio. Everybody from Ohio. And it's about, what, 50 degrees today? Give or take. Mm-hmm. Uh, mid-high 40s, and it's going to be 60 on Monday, I think. And it feels hot. It feels yeah. nice, honestly. Yeah, like you walk out. Like I, I walked out expecting to be f- freezing, and I was like, whoa, what's going on? Feel felt good, but then I had a jacket on, so I was like pretty hot and when i left for work at 4 a.m i had coats everything on i'm in my warehouse all day i leave at nine walk out i'm like oh take everything off yeah. i went home in a t-shirt start sweating right away dude i swear we could do an entire podcast on the weather in ohio like we could fill an hour just talking about the weather yeah but i don't think anybody wants to listen that to that probably not i was walking um out to my truck the other day when it was really cold that really cold day and I just remember my nose was dripping, and it started freezing in yeah. my nose. And I was like, this is just wrong. Why is it so cold? Yeah, I could Why feel the hairs here? in my nose. It's, it was weird. I, the sensation of menthol. But it's yeah. just the cold. No, it was insane. Uh, well, we're about 20 minutes in. And so uh, I just want to touch in. And, like, we got quite a few for being the first podcast last time. We got six-plus listeners. Which is great. I mean, Everybody you know, starts somewhere. Know, yeah, this is how you start. I thought we were going to get nobody, but to anybody listening right now, thanks for listening and uh, appreciate your uh, time. Glad you can make some time and join us in our conversation. And actually, Tyler, that's how he found out about us. He, uh, did I said David the link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, he heard the podcast, and I was very glad to hear that he actually took some advice from what we were saying about credit cards. Uh like you were telling me yesterday, you tried to get credit for something, and you couldn't get it because you didn't have any credit? Yeah. Um, I, everything I've had since I was 16, I've always saved up my money for to buy it because I was pounding into my head from an early age, save for what you buy, don't go into debt. 
Um, I used to work at Sam's Club, tire technician. I applied for a Sam's card just to get a, a little credit card. Immediately got denied. Um, no credit. A um, couple months later, I went to go try to get a motorcycle at the Harley-Davidson store. I had 700 cash. The bike was about, I think, 1000 to 1100 I just needed a three, $400 loan. No credit. Everyone told me that having bad credit would be better than having no credit. No. And so it's... Well, I don't know. Technically, they, they told me to at least get the loan at that point. It might be a higher interest rate, but you could at least get a loan if you had some form of credit before then. Right, yeah. I can tell you both uh, and everybody listening from the standpoint of working at a financial institution, a zero score is better than having bad credit, but a zero score, you're not going to be able to get much. I mean, right. if we're offering you loans and you have less than four trade lines, that's four credit cards or like two credit cards, a car loan and, a, and, and rent or something like that, any four things that ding your credit, if you have less than four lines, you're considered a zero score, which isn't high risk, but it's definitely more of a moderate risk as somebody with A-plus credit. So you're going to be looking at higher rates for anything like a car loan, and you're going to probably be looking at co-signing with someone who does have credit, right. which just makes it a pain in the ass because kids with parents, that's one thing. You know, Your parents, obviously, most in most cases, a parent will agree to co-sign with you. But if a parent doesn't agree to co-sign with you, like I have, I know a couple people in situations like that, you're kind of screwed. Like your options at that point, like who's going to yeah, co-sign you're dependent for you? on somebody else instead of just being able to go out and do it yourself. So yeah, it's a bit more of a pain in the butt because I had to do that when I got a car, a car loan, I had to get my dad to sign and just the process of trying to convince him. He's like, are you sure you're going to be able to pay? And like all that. And then you know, having our schedules match up so we could go up to the dealership and get everything signed up. And it was just a hassle. Whereas if now I want to go and get a car, I can just go by myself and do everything, you know, and it'd be a lot easier. Oh, and they'll pre-approve you for plenty of money. Too. Yeah, but this is great that uh, Tyler doesn't have credit or that he found that interesting because I think he's not the only one. He's not alone out there. I think a lot of younger people are in the same boat to where they don't have credit or they've never had to. And uh, I think we're going to tell everybody the process, like what steps you've been taking. And uh, I told them we're going to take him from zero to hero. We're going to get him started into the credit game and, you know, get him to have a really good score. Within maybe a couple of years, you'll get really high credit. And just in the next couple of months, you'll be able to get a good good amount of credit anyways. Can't wait. Yeah, and he was saying uh, he tried to apply for a couple cards, and uh, he had to. They, somebody told you to get a secured credit yeah, it's card? Yeah, one of the secured cards through my bank. Yeah, now the bank that he's with offered him a, a credit card, but he had to put like 500 you said. Uh, yep. So I told him to go with my old bank because that, that's how I had to start my credit journey and just opening a secure credit card. But I only had to open a $300 account, which at the time it wasn't that much. And again, you cannot use that money while you have the card. So I would say just open a new bank account maybe with this other bank, open the 300 and just use it for gas. So you do have to have an account there to open the card there. Not true because the card itself is an account. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. that's what I'm talking about. Open the account, just like the credit card account. Okay. account. But you're going to have to deposit that money as collateral, basically. And also to add, because I recently made a mistake with this, I applied for the Quicksilver from Capital One. I did not apply for the right one, though. The one I applied for was one for people with rebuilding or new credit, and it had a $40 a month fee. And it, But it did still get the dollar, the the 1.5% cash back, which is better than nothing. There's some places, like I think the Capital One Platinum, for instance, that'll charge you about $30 a year with absolutely no bonuses. If you can find one, do your research. There are better cards out there. You should at least be getting something if you're paying an annual fee. Most secured cards are free, but you can probably find something that somebody will be willing to give you as a secured card. Yeah, and most cards you can get rewards back and you don't have to pay a fee. Yeah. I only have one credit card that I pay a fee for right now. And I mean, I'm only keeping it because they give me amazing benefits. But so David and I have been doing the credit card game. Like I was telling, we were talking about this earlier Years or now. yesterday. Yeah. And uh, so basically a couple of trips a year I've been taking for the past couple of years and they've been sponsored by uh, credit cards. In a nutshell, sign, sign up bonuses. Sign up bonuses are great. Some of the benefits that credit cards used to offer were great, like, like a price protection. So I bought this camera and uh, with this credit card that had price protection, which meant that if I found that same price advertised in like the next six months uh, for cheaper anyways, like a lower price than I paid, they would refund me the difference. 
So that was amazing. I used it. I got $200 back. But I think now a lot of people are catching on to rewards and kind of, in a way, abusing. Maybe I'm a weird part of the problem. What? But a lot of the credit cards are getting rid of those benefits. There are no more price protection or return protection. Or they're getting rid of that. I mean, so they're losing. Well, once you get up into the higher tiers of cards anyways, like a lot of the metal ones and stuff that carry annual fees, they offer you extra stuff because, you know, if you're paying, like, some of the cards will go up to, like, the really exclusive ones might be, like, $1,000 a year. But some will carry, like, 450 That's a pretty typical number. Like the Sapphire Reserve. You're but talking that about one has, bonuses. Yeah, but that one has stuff like airport lounge access and yeah. just a bunch of other things that you don't get through regular credit cards. Well, for example, uh, oh, yeah, I just applied for a new credit card from Bank of America, Premium Rewards. And uh, I'm going to get $500 back after I spend 3000 and that card also gives you a $100 credit to apply for uh, airport pre-check or global entry. Oh, nice. And you get a $100 credit towards drinks or check luggage or anything. So that's a total of $700 in a year that I'm going to get out of the credit card. But that card does have an annual fee of $95. But, you know, in the first year, it just makes sense because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make 700 and sure, I'm going to have to give them back 100 basically. So I'm still making out $600 out of that card. Oh, yeah. Not a bad trade, if you ask me. And if you use them enough, those ultra-premium ones, they do pay for themselves. But it all depends on what your income is. If you made $20,000 a year, there is no need for a card with a $450 annual fee. It just doesn't make sense. No. But once you start making, like, you know, 50 60 plus, why not? Well, if you take a care... If you take advantage of the benefits of the cards, and this is what I'm talking about, like uh, Chase, I love Chase, and their cards used to have a ton of benefits, and they have gotten rid of some of them. So, I mean, and it's, it's just because they're losing money, you know, and a lot of younger people, not everybody, but a lot of people are catching on to the rewards programs, taking advantage of the price protection and all that. That's why they got rid of it. They sucker in kids by making them think they're basically gift cards, and then kids go out and max them out, and then you start paying interest. Chase offers great. It's a bit cards, of a trap. Though. I mean, they say you know we'll give you five hundred dollars, but you have to spend three to four thousand dollars. So in the back of your mind, and like I notice it when I'm like, oh, I should buy this because I have to meet my spending limit or whatever, and that's where they get you because they're like, all right, well, let me spend this so I can get five hundred dollars. But then guess what? You get your five hundred dollars, and you're in the hole for still 2500 yeah and it's not as easy to get out of it it is harder to, it, it, you do have to pay more attention because it really is easy to just slide a piece of plastic and not pay attention to how much money you have in your wallet versus cash right. but at the same time I mean, exercise responsibility with everything in life right like yeah i mean it's like i said it's easier said than done but yeah just keep track of it and uh don't fall in the trap because yeah it's just kind of like sitting there you know they'll lure you in with these great bonuses but Credit card companies are hoping that you mess up and can't pay it back. That way you can carry a balance and pay interest. And then when you're paying interest, then you basically just give them everything back that they gave you at the beginning. And then some. I see tons of people at work all the time with maxed out credit cards and whatnot. And they'll pay yeah, like 50 bucks. Cool. And it's like, okay, every month you're going to pay a little bit of money. You're going to carry this $10,000 balance. You're going to keep getting charged interest. You'll probably never pay it off. And then... What have you done? You, you've basically fed the pig at this point. Like, right. And this is what we want to try to coach Tyler on. And everybody. Yeah. Well, so when he... What, well, specifically Tyler, since he's going to be like the example for everybody else. So the next step for him is to go to the bank, open a secure credit card. It's going to have a 300 to 500 depending on how much you put down. But it's going to be a very low limit. So you want to keep under 30% highest of what you use. So that means, I mean, you can use more, but it's going to be kind of a negative thing. It might not allow you to grow your credit so quick, so Just fast. Just buy gas and pay it off. Right. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Only use it for gas. Stuff that you're already buying right now. So you put gas in your car, what, maybe once, twice a week. That'll be about 60 bucks, which comes to, well, how much is 60 of 30? What is that? 60 bucks a week. Uh, like 40%. Right around 40 $240 a month, give or take. You drive a truck anyway, so you're going to be paying more on gas. Let's say you spend 400 a month on gas. Just yeah, so I would recommend just paying the card off itself every week, like at the end okay. of the week on Sunday or Monday or whatever, just so you don't get too high. Because, again, you want to keep it at a percentage. So if you spend about 
60 minus, it'll be around 15, 20% of your total credit line. And that's where you want to be in that sweet spot between zero and 30%. And there's no limit on how many payments you can make, really. I mean, some cards say like no more than like four payments a month. Which is why you just But that's pay once weekly. a week. Yeah, and that way uh, they report that your maximum usage of the card is like, let's say, $70. And if it was $100, it'd be 33% of your credit line. And that's a positive thing. You want to keep it under 30%. That way they see that like even though you have credit, you're not like using all of it and you're not a high risk like David was saying. Because that kind of, I think that they look at that card card companies when they're oh, assessing yeah. your line. When they assess you a line, I mean, what they're looking at, your current score, your income, all that stuff. Which also I should probably mention, if you're, I believe the rule is if you're over 21, you can use income that would be readily, readily available to you. So for instance, I put down a much higher amount of money than I actually made because technically... Number one, I was just trying to get approved. And number two, you know, if, if it came to life or death, yes, I could access my parents' money and a couple people that lived in my house with me. I've come to not necessarily like doing this, though, because they started giving me ridiculously high credit limits in the, like, $4,000 and $5,000 range. And hypothetically, if I paid that off, it would take me at least a year, if not more, to pay those off. So you can get yourself in hot water, um... You're not going to get in any trouble for that, for lying necessarily. I don't condone it. I don't think you should. But yeah, unless you default you on your loans, they're not going to come knocking down your door. Yeah, and what David was talking about is basically your household income that he was putting down. And yeah. that's just everybody that lives in your house. And yeah, you can technically do that. But I mean, we don't if, recommend you, if you it. say that you make you know $200,000, they're going to be like, wait a minute. Some credit cards do check or ask for more information. Especially if you don't have uh, established credit yet. I know, again, for my girlfriend, when she applied for uh, the Uber card, uh, they great requested... Card, by the way. Yeah, it's a great card. You get 4% back on all dining. So, you know, at the end of the month, you might have an extra $20 that you can use to go out and eat again. Yeah. For free. Yeah, you don't pay fees with that card. But she applied for the card. She put her income down. And uh, the bank actually said that they needed to check a couple more things. They sent her a letter. And they told her to send back a uh, a couple pay stubs and uh, the last bank statement. So they were actually checking her income. They probably didn't believe that she made what she made or whatever. Or maybe they were just doing their homework. You know, from people, again, maybe inflating their income. But, I mean, just keep it to... A, reasonable level if you put down like you make 40,000 I mean even if you have access to more that's still pretty good as long as you're not paying more than half of that on rent or mortgage or other expenses and if you already have credit you're not about to get turned down if you make 40,000 a year I mean right. unless you I don't know if I've ever applied for one where they actually asked like what do you want your credit line to be um, I know if you do it in person like where I work we do ask like what do you want your credit line to be and I wouldn't throw out any ridiculous numbers, but, you know, it's like if everything checks out, they're not going to deny you if you already have established credit. Now, a big warning here, just because you have a $10,000 credit line doesn't mean that you should be using $10,000 or putting $10,000 down on your credit card. You can get yourself in the hot water very quickly doing that. Yeah, because if you keep that balance and you, for some reason you can't pay it back, then you're going to be paying hundreds in interest every month. And then you're just stuck paying that off. Because a lot of these places will charge you like 26% a year. Now, that might not sound like that much, but 26% of $1,000 is 260 And if you got up to $10,000, that's $2,600 in a year's time. You do the math. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it comes to a couple hundred dollars a month of interest itself. You're basically wiping out any benefits you get from even using the cards at that right. point. Yeah, you got to use them smartly. Never carry a balance if you don't have to unless... There's you cards that to. you can carry a balance on too. Right. Like, yeah, like, for a year, some of the new new cards that you get, they'll offer you like 12 months with no interest, which means that if you have $100, you can pay $5 every month or whatever the minimum payment is. And they will not charge you interest. But as soon as that 12, those 12 months are over, they're going to be charging you interest. So you don't want to carry a balance at that point. No. So you do recommend starting off to completely pay off the balance as you do it? Every yep. month, yeah. Okay. I would if you not can carry afford balance. it. Right, because uh, for most secure cards, they do not offer you any benefits. I, I would be surprised if they even give you cash back or 1% cash back. You can find them, though. They do exist. 
Maybe, yeah. Like, I haven't been in that level yet for, I mean, seven years. But, like, when I first looked at credit cards, uh, I had to pay a fee. And they charged, I think, back in the day, it was, like, 22% interest. So, yeah, I mean, if I owe $50 and the minimum payment was 35 the only thing I had to pay was 35 a month. And then they would charge me interest in the remaining $15. But at 20%, I mean, it's not a whole lot, but it's money that if you can pay it off, just do it because... Otherwise, you're paying extra and you don't have to. Yeah, we wanna we wanna maximize our points here, give us as much money back as we can, and yeah, these cards that we have now, I mean, uh, they give us five percent back in groceries or three percent back in gas, things that we're already paying for. Once you have enough, you'll start having your favorite cards you use for specific things. Like I always use the Uber card when I go out to eat because it's four percent every time. I don't even think about it. It's yeah, just there's automatic. no reason why anybody should be paying a hundred percent price full price of anything it's basically like getting you know like a it's like your kroger plus card you always get like a couple cents here a couple cents there that's like every single transaction yeah every single transaction most cards you can find will at least give you one percent on everything if not 1.5 well there are some now that just give you two you know like the double points the city from double city. cash yeah i mean you get one percent on everything when you buy and one percent when you pay yeah so at that point you just made two percent back on all your purchases and think about it if you spend let's say sixteen hundred dollars a month which i don't spend that much a month but you know your average adult you know with a family and everything let's say you spend sixteen two thousand dollars a month two percent of two thousands twenty bucks or actually forty bucks one percent would be twenty dollars so forty bucks a month times twelve months uh four hundred eighty dollars at the end of the year just oh, because just for having a credit card yeah free money Free money, exactly. Everybody likes That's free money. That's what we're all about in this this game. I like to call it a game. It's kind of like a game, basically. Like a, um, We mentioned in our last podcast that uh, we're going to Vegas. My whole trip, it's going to be paid for with two credit cards. That includes the flight, the hotel, my gambling for the night. I might have to pay for my own meals, but besides that, everything's going to be paid for. All Just the from the rewards. Huh? Just from the rewards. Just from the sign-up bonuses, yeah. So because I open two credit cards, I'm going to be getting $800, and I'm going to use that towards my trip. So basically, it's going to be all free. And, I mean, that's pretty nice. You Money know? in the bank. Free trip to Vegas with the boys. Oh, of course. Getting some free drinks. I'm all about that free life, not going to lie. What if we if come it's back free, with a It's just so much better. Like, huh? what if one of us, like, hits a jackpot? Yeah, that's the chances. I mean, like... I'm going with the mentality that, like, the money that I'm taking to gamble, it's basically lost. Like, I'm okay losing that money because, again, it's not mine. It was provided by the credit cards. We should talk about gambling issues one day on here. Oh, it's addictive for sure. I mean... That'd be fun. Because I went to Jack one night drunk out of my mind and lost, like, 40 bucks in 10 minutes. And oh, Mario it was can probably shorter than that. It was probably, like, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> He's all down and just it's, it's, gone. You know, we've all been there before. And that's, I mean, people are going to be listening to this like, oh, $40, that's nothing. I mean, people do that. So the, the game that we like to play, we mentioned last time, too, is Pie Gal. Uh, Tyler's never poker. been to a casino, right? Correct. Yeah, so, I mean, he doesn't, he hasn't seen some of the crazy things, but, like, I've been at enough tables to where uh, Paigao is very popular in China, I guess. It's like an Asian game. So there's these people that just come to the table with like literally stacks of hundreds. There was this guy that I counted one time. He put down 8,000 and he already had a stack of chips. And he was betting 5,000 a hand. Wow. He lost all that money within literally five ten minutes you remember that guy in vegas who was ordering a bunch of white russians he came to that table you know all of us we maybe put in 500 combined he yeah, walked we're, we're up and bought like six hundred dollars we're playing like 50 dollar hands because that's a minimum that you can play and then he sits down like spread all his money and then oh he was just like he was ready to win yeah and he, he ended up losing a bunch but not all the time i've seen some people that are betting like a couple hundred dollars five hundred dollars a hand or whatever and they're just winning 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 and then they'll bet like really high on the bonus and then when you hit the bonus is when you get, like, a ton of money back. Like, 40 times. I got four wow. aces one time. I had four of a kind in Vegas. And I won, I think, $60 on the hand. Yeah, four of a kind is, like, I think it's, like, five to one. Something like that. Yeah, and so I, if you're betting five dollar chip. Yeah. It's, like, it's a bunch of money. I mean, it's like, you can make money. But basically, the bonuses and on the slot machines is, like, when you hit a bonus, is the only time that you really make money. The Joker's Otherwise, you just kind of like play too, out. So it's not necessarily impossible to get four of a kind. It's actually pretty easy to do, comparatively speaking, because I think there's two wild cards. 
you cannot use the Joker on Pygal for a uh, four of a kind. You can only be used to complete a straight or a flush, or it's an ace. That's what it was because I had three aces in my hand and I used it as an ace. Yeah, so, so if, if you have that point, then yeah, you, you have four aces. Um, that's the only way you can also get five aces on Pygal, and that pays out like. And then like 500 to one. Oh, yes. 500 to one. Or 50 to one. Very I don't nice. know. Something like that. It's something ridiculous. We'll all go down there one night and we'll make an episode like right after we get back. We can it's dangerous for sure, shit. especially when you mix in drinks. And that's what the casinos do. They're not giving you free drinks because they're nice. They're, they're trying to make a profit. Yeah, everybody's trying to make a profit. Credit cards are trying to make a profit by giving you this free money. The casinos. Casinos are trying to make a profit out of you. And that's what I'm saying. Like, just go out with the mentality, all right, I got a couple hundred dollars and I'm okay. Like, this is what I'm going to use. Think about it as entertainment. When you go out to a show or a movie, you know you're going to pay an entrance ticket. And basically that's what you're doing when you're playing on a table or slot machines. You're just paying for entertainment. And now, but this is the great thing because uh, sometimes you might walk away with extra money that you came in. You know, like you could win and that feels a lot better when you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting to win and I won. But if you go in thinking, oh, I'm going to make some money, and then you walk out with nothing, then it feels terrible. The, the lows time, are definitely way lower than the highs are high. The first time we went to Jack, I ended up walking away with $130, and I think I went in with 40 because on my last hand, I had like 650 left. And so I was like, you know what, I've got enough. Let me play the $5 bet. And I ended up hitting on like a $40 thing, and they tripled it. So I walked away with like 135 bucks on my last hand and at that point i cashed out and i was like i'm walking out of here with a lot more than i came in with and then two weeks later i lost it all in a drunken stupor yeah you gotta know when to walk away too i mean i've been up like 300 dollars, and i'm like well i've been winning uh, i'm gonna keep on winning and guess what no i lost all those 300 dollars and then some so you're gonna win sometimes you're gonna lose sometimes you're gonna be up you're gonna be down but when you're up and you're I mean, you should know when to walk away. Knowing when to walk away is a very valuable skill. It's hard. And that's why people get addicted to gambling. Yeah. I guess you say the closest thing I've ever been to a casino is um, I used to play full-time poker mm. on the internet. We actually put on real money, but it's all online on the computer. Right. And I'd stay up all night with my grandpa. And he'd just hand me the mouse, let me play all night. And I was maybe 13, 14, and... You know, you went. He won a lot of money on it, but he lost a lot of money on it too. Yeah, they have a they have a poker rooms and all the casinos too. That's what we're gonna try to do this time in Vegas. We've never been, but like they have it at Jack too. Maybe we should try to get in one time. I, I think the buy-ins here at Jack are not as high, and there are the chances that we could get lucky and walk out with you know five six hundred bucks. There's always that chance. You really never know because the jackpots do hit, just not often. Right. That's why it's gambling. To get it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Spend every waking second and dollar you have in the casino, just waiting for it. It's worth it. Play the lottery. Every I had day. a dream last night. I'm gonna go to this machine. I want to put in five dollars and I'm gonna win. Three hundred dollars later, in my entire paycheck. It's just like, well, shit. Maybe it's next week. Yeah, I think that's addiction. But no, that's the thing. I mean, like they say, like literally, you can't win if you don't play. Now, playing mo- like you were saying, everything in moderation. But if playing costs money, yeah, don't don't mortgage your house to go to the casinos and play your luck, you know. But like like he was saying, I mean, if the, if the jackpot and and the lottery is like a billion dollars, I'm okay throwing a couple dollars away. If I know chances are I'm not gonna win, but there is a chance that I might, you know, even. Even if it's a minuscule chance, you know. People might think that high stakes gambling is like, you know, high limit. No, high stakes gambling is going with your mortgage papers in hand, selling your house at the casino, and then just running with what you've got. That's high stakes. That's life or death. That's sleeping in a bed or the the streets tonight. That's right. I bet it's thrilling, though. It is. When you win, yeah, when you win, it's amazing. It's like, hell yeah. And you just, oh, it feels great. But like I said, when you lose, it's even worse. Oh, because, I mean, just imagine if you won even a million dollars. How many people would be coming out of nowhere, like, immediately wanting to be you, wanting to be with you, wanting to spend time with you and everything? You'd really find well, out. Well, the lottery is sketchy. Well, yeah. Right away, the, 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 the jackpot that they advertise, you're not going to get that. That's if you wait 30 years, which if I ever won the lottery, I think I would do it because I'm young enough still to where, like, you know. But if I'm 50, 60 and I hit the jackpot, like, I'm not going to get to see all this money. So, sure, Give me the extra money now, even if I take lesser. So say you win five hundred million, 
technically you're only going to get about 360. And out of those 360, the government's going to take half. So you only make 180. And then, yeah, out of that, then everybody's going to come out of the woodwork trying to get some money, trying to get a loan. I don't know, guilt tripping you into something. Oh, they can guilt trip me all they want. I'd be like, here, I'll give you $100. That's all you're going to give me? All right, I'll take it back. Well, people have gotten killed. Like, this is not even like... Like, people that win the lottery, their lives go down the shitter. Uh, That's why a lot of people go anonymous when they in Ohio, thing. you can go anonymous. Yeah, we figured that out the last time. When the there's uh, only a couple states, Ohio is one of them, but like not. Oh, that is that many. not nationwide? No, no, no. They some states require to come out. When the Powerball uh, hit 1.6 billion, we looked it up because we had like 60 tickets at work, and we looked it up, and apparently you can remain anonymous in Ohio. In so, Ohio, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of a few. Thank God. Yeah, but like I said, there's this guy. I think it was like Georgia that he got killed, and then. Uh, he was found like under his driveway, so they killed him, buried him, and then put a put a driveway on top of him, try to hide the body. But see, at that point, why though? I mean, it's not like he has it in cash sitting in his house. It's I think be... I think it was like his wife that did it. Oh, that makes a lot yeah. more sense. Oh, so she was gonna get the money. <laughs> the life insurance policy, or just like he, she would get yeah, like, the joint bank accounts. Yeah. Well, I'm not married, so yeah. So the government gets your money. He says, yeah, like, like there aren't any <laughs> rings on my finger. So, yeah, I mean, if anybody ever gets that kind of money, go and make a will and live it to somebody and don't even tell them because they might kill you to try to get their money. <laughs> but if you don't make a will and you die, that money goes back to the government. I mean, if I won that kind of money, I would put it in a will and I'd be like, put a roulette table with all my friends on it. Give it a spin. And wherever the ball lands, that's who's going to get my fortunes. Wow. And I would yeah, make yes. every single one of them show up. I might do. You, you I know what? You don't have to make them. I think yeah, everybody a, would show up. Nah, at that's that a fifteen-minute drive. I, yeah, like, <laughs> I might. I might like put it to everybody I hate. Like everybody back in high school that I couldn't stand. I'd put all their faces on a roulette board, and I'd be like, "Let me just spin this thing in front of all of them." You'd and be dead. I would be dead, but I'd be smiling down from heaven. Yeah. But why would you put the people that you hated on that's the heaviest? So that one happy person that I hate is so much better that actually. One happy person out of everybody I hate is great because that means everybody else I hated is unhappy. But why don't you just give it to somebody that you like? Yeah. I'd, I'd rather piss off 50 people than make one happy. But then you're going to piss just, off all the people that liked you by not including them and yeah. just giving it to these people that you like, don't I'd like. I'd be hurt. So I'd everybody <laughs> hates you now, David. Where are my funds? I was kind of banking on that. <laughs> all right, fine, fine. I'll well, like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to drive over there to whatever it is for $100. You can give that. <laughs> I'll leave it to people I like. And can stand. I'll, I'll leave it to the listeners. All six of them. Yeah. Myself included. <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah, well, I mean, this is great. I mean, like, we're starting. Like I said, we're not yet on Apple or iTunes, but uh, we're working on it. Uh, but yeah, to people listening, you know, thank you for for giving us your time, basically. A couple Tyler, episodes from now. What do you think? I think it was a great podcast. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun. This was more it's, fun. It's than getting last better. Week. It's getting better. Last week, like I said, it was just more of a test. We're trying to figure everything out. Even today, we spend the first forty-five minutes trying to figure it out, and it's gonna get better and better every time. I think you know, better topics. Uh, we did not touch on a controversial topic this time, which is really disappointing because I invited Tyler will. specifically for that. I'll be back many a times. He will be. Oh yeah, he will we'll be. be. We Tyler will back. talk about everything and anything again. If anybody wants wants to talk about anything in specific. Let us know, and uh, if there's anything going on in Cincinnati and you guys want us to check it out or spread the word about it, let us know, and we will do that. How can they contact? So right now, we're going to be making our social medias here soon, but right now, if you go to our uh, Anchor page, which if you're listening to this, you know where it is, uh, you can leave a comment. You can actually record your own voice, basically like a voicemail, and we can hear it, listen to it. We could even put it included in our podcast, and we can respond to you right there, as if you were basically sitting right here with us. Or you can just leave a comment anywhere that you're listening to. You can leave a comment in Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere, and we will also get to see that. You can mail us at. Well, no, I mean, no. <laughs> not saying not not yet, but we're gonna we're gonna be opening some accounts to where we can share links, we can share pictures. Uh, we'll share videos. We're also going to be having a YouTube page. We're going to be putting the, the a recording of the podcast here in the basement or whatever we are. 
And there's also going to be some gameplay. There's going to be events around Cincinnati. Some vlogs. Some travel blogs. Some a little bit of everything. And we're going to be growing this. I mean, this is still the beginning, basically. So, you know, this is only going to get better. But it's fun. Work. Yeah. Laying the foundation for something for years to come. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're all 20-something friends and whatnot, so... You know, if this goes well. I think it's creating some interest. I mean, like I said, we got some people listening, and for the most part, people that listen to it liked it. So I can't wait for fantasy football, because then we'll be able to dedicate a segment each week to fantasy football. Yeah, we'll, we'll have segments. We, we'll take comments too on that. But like I said, we're going to have controversial topics. We're going to have sports talks with David. Uh, he seems to be I love very sports. Inf- informed about that. So Me and Tyler, me and Tyler like sports. Absolutely. So. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Tyler's like when they actually stand for the fucking anthem. <laughs> it's a great way to end. That's that a controversial that. topic that we will leave for another time. <laughs> Check but it out next time. Next time, the wall, standing up, gun rights, feminism. Uh, abortion. In abortion. One, in one podcast. In one podcast. No, no, no. no. I think that would be a heavy podcast. That would and, be like uh, a five-hour podcast. That would yeah, be we want to keep this light. We want to keep this interesting. We want to just uh, have a good time with everybody here. So, But we, we, we do want to get into those more controversial topics, and we will. Uh, again, I think we should keep it to one, maybe two, a podcast, because they do take a long time, and we could we could talk for that for about an hour, you know, one topic. Easily. So maybe a Saturday we don't all work. We could all meet up and knock out a couple episodes, you know, that way, and then we can like split them up into yeah, different absolutely. segments. So, so for now, I think that's gonna be it for today. And uh, again, thank you everybody for listening. This has been it's Life been in lit. HD with Larry and David and Tyler Asterisk and Tyler. We're going to keep the name for now because uh, we like it. Yeah, we like it. But again, Tyler's going to be joining us for most of our podcast. So we'll share our social medias as well later on. Yeah. I think. And that way you guys can send us requests or messages if you guys want to. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. At least starting out. Thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Signing off. Thank you.